Hello, you beautiful being of light. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. My name is Jessica Mazzo. Welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am here for you. I am here to hold space. I am here to reflect love. I am here to reflect your worth to you. I'm here to also offer tools and resources so that you can navigate life on earth. As we journey and harmonize together, inhale and exhale. Trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. Hey, what's up? This commercial break is brought to you by my one-to-one sessions. If you have ever wanted to work with me, I suggest you head over to my website, www.magicalsoulhealing.com, and take a look at my calendar. You'll find my availability there, and I have two options for booking. You'll have the option for a 30-minute Zoom session or a 60-minute Zoom session. Be sure to keep an eye out for when I have different promos and price drops. You already know what the website is, so you'll just want to go there every so often and look for those discounts. So what I typically do with clients is pull tarot cards, and then I offer a lot of the information that I learned when I was getting my master's in social work at USC. The information that I learned is really important when it comes to understanding yourself, how your mind functions, how your body functions, and then getting them online. So I am trained in trauma-informed cognitive behavioral therapy, motivational interviewing, problem-solving therapy, and these are all things that I bring to the table when I work one-on-one along with the spiritual aspect of connecting to the higher self of calling in messages from the ancestors and then just the ancient wisdom that tarot has in and of itself. So all of this is what you get on a session with me and I think it's a really beautiful experience. It's something that I value and it's something I absolutely love um, sharing really with people. And I love to see people thrive and it's quite okay um, if we're connecting and you're not necessarily feeling your best it's just like I do see people in moments that they're they're tough and they're stuck and they're struggling and that's okay Um, in the end I really find that there is something to look forward to and to stay open for so that's again why I just love holding space and I hope that I get to see you there so yeah again that website it's www.magicalsoulhealing.com okay see you soon Hey friends, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Happy full moon in Leo. It's your girl, Jessica Mazzo, aka Jess the Empress, here for you. I'm going to do some tarot card readings. I've got a couple of decks here today, so I'm excited. We're going to pull from the regular tarot, Smith Rider Waite, 
And then I have the universe has your back oracle. And then I also have these sacred self-care ritual cards. So all of these are going to be incorporated into the mini reading for your element. <clears throat> so yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. All right, those are all set up. So I just want to go over this new moon, sorry, full moon in Leo, <laughs> give you a little synopsis, I guess, of, of the energy. I don't know about you, but I did not sleep last night. I had <clears throat> a personal situation happen and I felt a little anxious about it, but then I also felt very like energized. Um, I was like problem solving and I came up with like really great solutions to some things I had been kind of like circling around. I'm like in my brain just like tossing around, you know? And so I was like, oh, this is great, like these genius moments I was having. But it was also at like one o'clock in the morning and I was so tired. I am a person, I love my sleep. I'm pretty routine about it. So I'll be in bed by like 11 and I'm usually falling asleep around 12. So to be up at one and two o'clock in the morning is very weird for me. And so I was just <laughs> so annoyed. And I'm curious to know if you were also up during this new moon. Um, I'm going to keep doing that and I don't want to. The full moon in Leo. Um, yeah, leave a comment if you were awake, if you're if you felt your sleep was impacted, or just message me on Instagram at Jess the Empress and let me know how this full moon <laughs> has impacted you. So the Leo card, this is in the tarot as the strength card. So um, each card has an, an astrological association, and Leo is connected to strength. What I like about this card is that it's all about the ego. And in the spiritual community, the ego <clears throat> has like a bad name to it. I don't know why. So you all know that I come from more of a mental health perspective than I do a spiritual perspective. I know that I'm here to bridge the gap and, and really fill in some of the misunderstandings that people have in both fields. Uh, so we need an ego. We all need an ego. It keeps us safe. And not only in like these simple ways, the, which we'll talk about, right? Because they're going to come out in, all, in our relationships, um, <laughs> by ourselves, like how we treat ourselves. Um, but it keeps us safe in a very practical way, right? It allows us to understand like that's a street, that's a car. If I walk in front of the car, I'm going to get hit and die. Like the ego keeps us alive. And so we need the ego. If we kill the ego, which I have seen spoken about in a lot of different areas of spirituality. If we kill the ego, then we, we don't know how to function in the world. <clears throat> and I'm all about functioning. I really am. I'm all about <laughs> you doing the best you can with what you've got, living your best life, whatever's possible for you. Um, and just having less of a wild ride up here, you know, in your, in your brain and body connection, right? I want to see you in a state of whatever feels good for you, right? Just being lit, being peaceful, um, whatever your vibe is. Like, I just want you there. So the strength card basically is about regulating the ego. 
So for those of you who are off camera, I want you to Google the Strength Tarot card and go take a look at it. Find a find an image that really speaks to you. Now I do have more of a traditional deck in front of me. So there is the woman with the lion and she is taming the lion. She has this super cute relationship with it. That's what you see in the card because that's the highest expression. <clears throat> However, <laughs> she had to get there, right? She didn't just walk up to the lion one day and was like, I'm your friend. Like, that's not how that works. Like, just as you probably know on this journey, you don't just walk up to your ego and you're like, we're friends now. Like, no, <laughs> you have this connection with your ego. And based on your past conditioning, there's probably parts of your ego just like mine that flare up, that are wild, that are destructive, and that still serves a purpose to keep us safe and is usually protecting us from some sort of perceived threat and pain. And so we need to understand that our relationship with our ego is meant to be one where we're softening it, but we're not actually stopping it from being what it is. Like she's not asking this lion to not be a lion, right? She's just asking that their relationship be stronger, more connected, and honestly more loving. But befriending your ego, it takes time. And so Leo is here to express that, right? All of the cards, again, with their astrological associations have a shadow side and then they have their highest self-expression. And what we can look towards in each tarot card is the highest expression because then we can understand what mark we might want to aim for, even though we're never going to be perfect and that's not the point. Having our eyes and mind and heart set on something is good. It gives us a place, again, to, to, to move our energy towards instead of just spinning in circles. So with the Leo card, with the Strength card, this card is really great about lifting up other people, finding their best qualities. One of the shadow sides of Leo is that it can also see people's flaws, right? It's very, it can be very critical. And so this is where we need to have that balance. And if our ego is, again, a little dysregulated or a lot dysregulated, then we're not going to be seeing the opportunities to connect with people in ways that really foster connectedness. Instead, we're going to be like attacking or belittling um, or again, just critical, but there's really no constructiveness behind it. It's just being critical. And there's a difference between criticism and constructive criticism. And so I feel like this can be turned inward towards ourselves a lot of times. Leos can be very like in their head. That's another part of their um, shadow aspect is like being very doom and gloom and ruminating on things um, instead of what their highest expression is, which is to think about something and then to take action. Leos are very action-oriented and very creative. Um, but what happens is that if we're, if we're looking at ourselves in this really critical way, then we are just reinforcing that that's an okay relationship with our ego, um, that our ego is allowed to beat us up internally and our, and our ego is allowed to, yeah, like bully us or, or say these really harsh things. And the ways that we may have motivated ourselves and the ways that we may have been motivated 
as children or as young adults or whatever, um, it probably wasn't the way we needed. And we're learning how to have a better relationship with how we love ourselves, how we motivate ourselves. So Leo is also here for that. And what's happening right now is that um, this is all about having like an open-hearted expression with yourself. And there can be like a very nice blunt energy that comes from Leo. And sometimes it's a lot for people to take in. And again, there's a way to refine what you say and be clear and be assertive. And then there's a, there's a whole other thing of like just saying whatever you want to say and not thinking about how it's going to land with the person or people around you. So I feel like it's a good time to reflect on those things too, right? How is your relationship with yourself? How is your relationship to how you get motivated to do things, right? Are you pumping yourself up and pushing yourself and tending to yourself in a way that you need or are you defaulting to some old strategy thinking like you can bully yourself into changing? Um, and sure, I mean, you can get results, but at the same time, what are those results like from a place of kindness versus a place of bullying? You know what I mean? Or just like negative self-talk, constant negative self-talk and criticism. Um, you're probably not going to be as tapped into a sense of pride and excitement um, when you're, you reach your goals uh, from that very critical place versus the place of, you know, kindness, compassion, and just like a, a more genuine, softer motivation. So really look at the ways that you're motivating yourself. And then the other thing here is how do you want to impact the people around you? Leo, I think Leo gets defaulted to be like the leader sign a lot. Not that they're the only leader because other signs absolutely do show up as leaders. I think all signs can be leaders. Um, I'm not like one of those people that think, okay, it's only Leo's and only Aries. You know what I mean? But when Leo does choose to lead, they lead with the heart. They're very in tune with their emotions and they're very connected to the people around them. They care a lot. One of Leo's highest expressions is to protect the pride. They tend to have an inner circle that they are very, um, yeah, protective is the right word. They're very protective over. And this can be your, your, your pets. <laughs> this could be your family unit. This could be your community. Um, but I feel like it's also a really good time to consider what do you, who do you want to impact and why? And what strengths do you have that you can bring to those groups of people? And again, come from the heart and come from that place of like, hey, I've got your back, right? Like strength building, connection building. I think Leos are really good about that. So Leo also likes to create its own excitement. It's a very fire, it is a fire sign. So it loves fiery energy. Um, in the lowest expression, it's just really chaotic and it doesn't care about the type of excitement as long as it's just like stimulated. <laughs> so we have to watch out for that. We obviously don't want to be um, getting into habits that really are not in our value system just because we're bored. Um, but the highest expression is like creating its own excitement. And I think that Leo is really good about this when, again, it's in its highest expression and it's reflected on its values because 
then there's this like, I don't need to do what other people say. I can find excitement, myself example, I can find excitement in my puzzles, in roller skating, in my home, um, in going for a run and hitting a new mile marker. Like I can find that to be exciting and no one can tell me shit about it, you know? And so this is all about reflecting on what ways do you want to incorporate more excitement in your life, but ways that, again, they match up with your value system. Um, Because that's standing very strong and very clear. And I feel like when Leos are in their highest expression, that's one of the things that they do very well. They are here to express a strong willpower. They are here to express a strong ego, and that can freak some people out. But it typically freaks people out that want that and that don't quite have it yet um, or that are just in full denial that the the ego is a good thing and that, you know, people should want nothing and like, you know, that type of thing. Um, so if you come across a Leo that's very confident, well-spoken, uh, you know, is about walks the walk, like you're going to be like very like freaked out probably. Like your nervous system might not be able to be around them for a long time because again, like it's a strong energy. So where are these strengths within you and what are you strengthening? What in your area of, again, confidence, excitement, impacting, the, impacting other people, what are you, what are you doing? And where are your blocks coming up? What What's the self-sabotage that comes up? Because like we've all got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to be like, I'm perfect or whatever. I have it. I notice that there's times like I want to say something and I don't say it. Or I want to go, you know, go do something and I don't do it. And I think, fuck, I probably missed a bunch of opportunities. And that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, I do believe in living boldly. So like, let's, for example, say there's like a meetup or something locally and you could be like in your nerves about it and you're like, I don't know, but it's actually in your value system to, to learn new things and to meet new people. But you have this unhealed part of your ego that's like, no, don't go. What if no one likes you? What if you hate it? What if you pay $10 and it's a waste of time? But then you start to entertain that and then you let those feelings and those thoughts dictate your behavior. And so the journey is to realize that these are thoughts, these are feelings, these are temporary. What is it I actually want? And like, it's go time. I'm going to go for it. Despite these thoughts and these feelings, I can be okay. Like it's okay to trust. It's okay to do something different. It's okay to live with my heart open and understand that like I, not everything is going to go perfectly and not everything is going to (sighs) go, some things are going to fall to shit. And like, Also, can I be okay? Can I pick myself back up? Can I nurture myself? Can I have, can I bring clear evidence to my ego to say that this isn't the end of the world? If I go to this thing and no one likes me or I don't like anybody, um, is it, I'm not going to die. Is it going to be weird? Sure. Am I going to get that time back? No. But am I going to be proud of myself that I went? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'll look at myself and be like, you did it, kid. You did great. You know? So this is the difference, right? Is like when we're, when we're in those shadow parts of the, the ego, we, we, we want to recognize them. We want to recognize them and we want to face them and we want to say, oh, hi, <laughs> I noticed you're here um, and you are protecting me from something. But I, I feel like what I want is 
this isn't the way to get it. You know, the way that like your, your plan of action, your course, isn't really the way that I, I don't want to do it that way anymore. Um, and so you have this negotiating with your ego and you know, it's going to kick back and be like, Oh, I don't like change. Um, and that brings us to another point about Leo. It is a fixed sign. It is a fixed fire sign. So it's very dominant and I feel like it has an extremely interesting internal process. And I can say this just because I am here as a Leo and, um, there's a lot of like, there's a so much battle that happens within me, right? And I'm not saying it's only because of the Leo aspects in my chart, um, but it's, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot because I feel like my will is so strong and it's usually like I want to go do something, but first I have to soften in and look at all of the funny things that my ego wants to do that are old. And so it's in my highest and best again, to breathe and to slow down and to feel and to ask myself, what do I really want? To look at the story that the ego is saying, this is how you get it. And to ask myself, well, is that true? Is there another way? And sometimes there's not, you know, sometimes there's not another way. And so the ego's like, oh, cool. And, and to me, that's like, the balance of the ego, right? It's because it's not like we're trying to make the ego wrong or bad or shame it or look for its flaws. We just need to understand that it's, it defaults to some things that just aren't the best for us, like for our highest self. Because its default tends to be more of the shadow expression or to our baser instincts, but this is all why we're here for self-development, right? So... In this full moon, I really feel like it's important to, of course, celebrate yourself. I love a good full moon celebration. Celebrate your strengths, as this card suggests. But the strength is how far you've come and how wonderful you are. And also, the fact that you are on this journey to have a healthy relationship with your ego is beautiful. Of course, you're going to feel all types of feelings and shame and regret and guilt and all of it. But that's okay. You know, the more that we have a, the more we normalize our emotions, the easier our connection to our ego is going to be because we're going to have that greater sense of awareness of like, well, this is what my body and brain are designed to do but let me not go to the default state, you know? All right, I feel pretty wrapped up about that. Let's just jump into Earth Signs. What is your reading for this full moon in Leo? My hands are a little cold and I'm like struggling to shuffle, okay. I think I've got everything out of the way. All right, so for earth signs, excuse me, y'all have the page of rods and the three of swords. Oh, this is very much about taking action for you because here we have taking action in the page of rods. We have curiosity. This is so important. I think another thing Leos are good at is curiosity. That's what I feel like is one of their 
<sighs> keys to success and keeping an open heart is that they have, they're able, they're very quickly capable of creating curiosity and like nurturing curiosity in their life. So the invitation for, for you, earth signs, is to get curious. Get curious about the actions that you want to take and kind of along the lines of what I was saying, but get, notice the stories that your ego has put up. Here we have the heart and we have the swords. This isn't like, um, you know, someone's going to stab you in the back kind of energy. This is very much like, where do your thoughts create this shrinking feeling inside of you? And is there a different story you could tell yourself? You know, when we're healing, we are typically learning to do the opposite from what has been done, right? Or what we've been doing. And so with the page, again, the invitation is to say, huh, yo, I did that because it kept me safe and here are the results. This is what happened from that situation. And I didn't like that, or I like this about it, but I didn't like that about it. And um, I don't want to do that again. I would like a different outcome. So there's a little bit of a considering new behavior for you here. Um, but let's get a, the universe has your back message, earth signs. Energy flows where my intention goes. Oh, this is so nice. And your energy doesn't have to pick up today. You don't have to take action today, but get curious on what you would like to do differently. And if you if you knew you were safe, if you knew you could really trust yourself to take action the way that you wanted, would you do it? And if yes, what would that look like, you know? Um all right, so self-care card. What does earth Connect with the moon. I mean, <laughs> could it be more perfect? Could it be more perfect for you, Earth signs? The full moon has already happened as I'm filming this. It is um, 11 16, and it happened a couple hours ago. Um, so, yeah, we are in that vibey energy right now. So nice. Okay. Fire signs. <laughs> Fire signs. Oh my gosh. I might just shuffle this way today because my hands are cold. I have my door open and um, it's very breezy this morning, which I like, but Fire signs. Okay, babies. Seven of pentacles, ten of wands. I feel like the ten of wands has been coming up for fire signs with like doing too much. Um, what I feel like, <laughs> oh God, oh fire, oh babies. Look, you've got to take the pressure off of yourself and just relax. Just relax a little bit. I don't know what it is. I think like this, the shadow side of, of Leo can be laziness, right? Um, however, there's something beyond that that's more like mental than it is like you're just lazy and you don't want to do something. Um, there's like a whole thing I could talk about on that, but I won't here. 
the seven of pentacles and the ten of wands, to me, this is just saying, fire, look, there's more work to do. You know it. You can't do it all in a day. Just chill out. Take a break. You're not lazy if you relax. You're not lazy if you relax. And I'm, I don't know what it is, again, about the fire signs that I find like they're just so gung-ho and they came here to be that way. You know what I mean? Like that's their unique energetic imprint, if you will. And for some reason, um, if there's been a history of like lullness in their past, they go so hard and they're like, I can't take a break because then I'm going to fall back into the old pattern of being lazy. And I'm like, is that really true? Or are you learning how to find balance and rest? And is that scary for you because you're afraid of falling back into old patterns and what might you need to do so that way you don't fall back into a, a long time period of like, quote, doing nothing. This is important to consider. It's important to take a break. This really is. So fire signs. Your universe has your back card is when I lean on certainty and faith, I change my world. I change my mind about the world I see. So there's a mindset shift for you. There is a mindset shift for you here. I like this. Yeah, so maybe faith doesn't resonate with you, and that's fine, but certainty can, and it's about yourself. It's the certainty of, like, what are you capable of? If you look back in your life, what you haven't been capable of has probably been reinforced into your psyche, a.k.a. the ego, and um, it's time that you give it a better story and say, well, what if I am capable of this? What if I try and see if I'm capable of taking a break without losing track of what I want to do? You know? Self-care card, babies. Let's go. Ooh, Leo, you should be fine with this one. <laughs> pleasure. All the fire signs got the pleasure card. Yes, self-love, babies. Relax, literally relax and masturbate. Like I can't be more clear. Like just chill, like just love yourself. Because what's better than just some self, genuine self-love, like an attention, you know? Um, it's so important. I'm like a big fan of it. So water signs, what do you need to know for this full moon in Leo? Okay, so you have the Queen of Pentacles and the Six of Wands. <clears throat> I usually feel a celebratory energy, right, with the Six of Wands. But there's also some type of initiating happening from the universe with this fiery energy. Maybe you're just sensing passion in a new way, um, sensing your love for something in a new way, and realizing you do actually have the strength, the support. You're excited about it. 
there's like a higher level of optimism coming through for water signs, which if you've been in a little bit of a slump, it's probably really refreshing to feel that. And I'm wondering what that's attributed to. Like go back and look at what you've been thinking about. Like mind your mind and ask your and really look at like, well, have I been telling myself stories that I'm capable? Have I been surrounding myself with people who've been reinforcing that story or music or movies or whatever. I'm sure there are things that you're doing in your time alone that has given you this, again, higher level of optimism towards yourself or the world around you. Um, Probably just like lets you engage with people in a softer way, in a clearer way which I think is really nice. All right, so your oracle card is, instead of praying for an outcome, I pray for the highest good of all. Yeah, maybe the times that you've been in lately have just been focused on making sure, like, you're, yeah, sitting around thinking, like, oh, this has to be perfect. Like, this is the right way. This is the only way. But, you know, when we get into that kind of mindset, it really does block us from seeing, I guess not really even seeing, it blocks us from accepting and opening up to what we don't know because our minds are so small and we think we know best, but really like, do we, you know what I mean? And when you learn to let go of that, that type of thinking, like I'm right, you free up a lot of mental space to just exist a little bit more in your own body and in the world. And I think that's a nice place to be. So yeah, pray for the highest good of all. Meditate on the highest good of all. Yourself is included in this. All right, so what have you guys got? Energy work. All right, so... Water signs, if you're into meditation, go for it, as this particular card suggests. If you're into the chakras, then go for it. Get get a little tune-up, maybe some Reiki if you're into that as well. Um, if you're not into any of those things, an energy work session could also look like breath work, not necessarily meditation. Um, it can also look like working out. Um, that can be in whatever form you prefer. Um, it could also be sound healing. I think that that's a form of energy work as well. Singing, really whatever moves the body and the heart and the mind in a way that is fluid and uplifting, I feel like is part of the energy work. And don't forget, if you need to have a cry session, that's also energy work because you're letting that flow through you. And especially if it's been repressed or blocked or an anger session, that's still energy work. Journal, talk to somebody about what's going on, you know? Um, Crazy. Crazy the ways that we can work with our energy. It's not just like, you know, meditation. All right, babies, we're closing out with air signs. I have the Ace of Rods and I have the Eight of Swords. All right, so not only is this about opening your heart, but it's about opening your mind. So there are probably some blocks, stories that have been sitting in your brain for a little while. 
And you might just keep running up against them and not even realizing that it's a story you can change because it might just be so deeply ingrained about yourself or the world or about how things have to be or should be. And the challenge is to redirect the energy, but you've got a great energy being supporting you right now with this full moon in Leo. The Ace of Rods is an initiation. There are sparks of creativity, and these are going to come in and kind of zap you, and it's not to say that you you have to do anything with them right away. Um, they're probably already happening, and you're probably already noticing them. So the biggest message I have for air is to observe your thoughts, observe the stories. I don't feel like there has to be any type of action that you do right now outside of observing. And observing is really powerful because that creates, it creates change. Instead of reacting, instead of being so caught up in the thoughts that you think you're those thoughts, you're observing those thoughts and being like, oh, that's a thought that I have about myself. It's not necessarily true. And that's, I feel like, the ace of rods, the universe just being like, oh, there's some space here between you and your thoughts. And it's so important that we create that space because then that's when we, we start to walk down the road of freeing ourselves from our thoughts and into our higher mind. <clears throat> Love it. When I think I've surrendered, I surrender more. So yeah, this is a nice little challenge for air signs coming up. But what does surrender really look like to you? Um, Every time I see this card, I always think about, it just, it takes me back to the breath, that surrender is the breath. And for those of you off camera, the image on the card, it says, when I think I've surrendered, I surrender more. And then there's this, like, there's this, it's like a dandelion kind of image. It's like a silhouette of a dandelion. And so I think about what do we do when we blow a dandelion? We, we inhale and then we, we exhale, we let it go. Surrender. There's a letting go and there's a letting new things be. Like letting life be, letting ourselves be in life, just as in, just in the breath, like we're just existing. And so to me, the surrender for you, air signs, the message I'm getting is honestly about breathing. And it's just like tapping into your breath. And when you feel like you're activated, when you feel like you are your thoughts, take a breath and all you have, to, you don't even need to say to yourself, I'm not my thoughts. You don't. You, that's a step. But the step before that is noticing that you're having thoughts in the context of those thoughts. And that can be done through breathing. Just listening to your breath and hearing the chatter of your own mind. What is your self-care card, my beloved? Abundance planning. Ooh, this is nice. This is kind of random, but I like it. I like it. I like it. So something else that you could do in this lovely full moon in Leo is to plan and play with your money. How would you like money to work for you? We have a belief that we're working for money, but money can also work for you, right? It provides a lot of things that benefit you. So I feel like the message here is to also... Take a look at your money. Take a look at the stories that you have about money. Um, maybe look at what stories are blocking you from opening up and accepting that you can attract money. There are things you can do that maybe you could save better 
sort of like this, the foundational planning part of life. It's important. It can be uncomfortable, but why? Why might it be uncomfortable, right? Just as a quick reflection, maybe nobody modeled anything to you about being comfortable around money, right? So you grew up in a household where people were very hush-hush about it, um, or they talked shit about people that had a lot of money. So your subconscious associations are that money makes us awkward, or that money should be an awkward thing, I should feel awkward around money, or that people are going to judge me if I make money. Um, and so this is really important. And I think when you're noticing how you feel about money, it's very likely you have thoughts that are sort of on that same wavelength of those feelings and take a breath and surrender and say, well, what stories do I really have about the dollars in my life or, or lack of dollars in my life? And is there something I can do about that? Uh, planning isn't just daydreaming. It's not just writing things down and being like, I wish I had a million dollars. Here's what I would do with a million dollars. It's looking at the money you have in your bank account. It's looking at any outstanding credits and it's coming up with a literal plan of action, right? For getting that number down and one number up and could be, could be over the course of this year, 2022. It could be a three-year plan, five-year plan, 10-year plan. It could include talking to an accountant or friends in that field. Like it's, it's not just wishful thinking. Um, so there's uh, maybe some discomfort you're going to move through right now. But at the same time, this is living boldly. This is planning not only for your future, but for the futures of other people around you. If you have kiddos or other people you're responsible for. Um, and it's important. It's very practical, but it's also very necessary. So... That's what I've got for everybody. I really hope that this full moon in Leo supports you. I appreciate you being here with me. I'm very grateful. If you haven't already subscribed, I would appreciate a subscription um, either on the podcast or my YouTube channel. And I'm sending you a lot of love. Until next time. Okay.